there, campers. I'm just hanging out and enjoying the sun here on another lovely day at Camp One Clap on the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast. I'm your camp director and host of the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast, Lyle Wiley. Congress competitors, are you ready? Because it's day 23 of camp and Counselor Alexis Worthen will be gifting you part four of her five-part series, Capturing the Congress Crown. I know that last week on the podcast, I said four-part series, but I was just woozy on cactus juice. Alexis has another episode next week, too. This week's episode is called Capable Cross-Examination. Don't forget to check the One Clap socials for today's social media challenge topic. Sure has been fun to see everyone's posts. Additionally, the ABCs of debate with Professor Graham and Kevin, lovingly crafted by madman debater genius counselor Adrian Graham, keeps the debate terms hopping with amazing art and video editing skills for days. So be sure to check those out. All right, campers, no more announcements. Congress folks, let's get ready for episode four of Capture the Congress Crown with Counselor Alexis Worthen. Capable cross-examination. All righty, everyone. Welcome back uh, to this week's episode of cross, Cross-Examining cross Capably. Um, so I'm really excited about this episode. It'll be a little bit shorter than normal, but no less important. So this week we're going to be talking about um, what happens at the end of your speeches for the period of questioning that speakers have. And then finally, kind of how some tips and tricks to how to navigate that. Um, it's only either two minutes or one minute. So that's why this episode is a little bit shorter, but it's a powerful two to one minute session. So, um, when it comes to questioning, I think that is like a really important tool. That's like the underrated to show like what a strong person you are in the chamber, like how a judge you can, um, there's like, let's say there's like 15 to 20 of you in a chamber. Okay. It's hard for a judge to keep track of that. Um, you have to find like a good balance, I think, to kind of stay present in the judge's mind by asking good questions. But you don't want to be like, you don't want to get up every single time to ask questions, if that makes sense. Um, because you don't want to be the only one questioning several, several times in a row. And it gets really awkward after that because it's just kind of like you attacking different senators. So to stay kind of fresh in the judge's mind and like present yourself as like a uh, well-informed, capable representative in the round, but not like overbearing, you kind of have to find a happy balance. I would say, depending on if you have like an hour and a half session, hour, an hour and a half, I would stick to stand up at least five to eight times. That's what I would say. I mean, obviously you need to read the room and you guys know better than like what your room looks like per session. It's not always the same, but um, I, it is important that you do ask questions. It gets so awkward when no one has questions, unless it's like a second speech, like a, like a, like you were, you've moved to second negation and then question, like voting is right after that. Then it's okay not to ask questions. I understand at that point. Um, But it all kind of depends. This is like where your critical thinking skills and your critical listening skills really come in handy. You guys have to pay attention to what the speaker is saying. And you have to read the legislation. A lot of times people will be asking questions because they think that like, you know, the legis- the legislation comes from like a common topic. So they can ask like a certain question, but the legislation already covers for that question. So it makes you look really stupid if you just 
aren't reading the legislation. And then it gives an easy point to the other person. Um, same goes to, for your speech. Remember to read the legislation. Um, it's not a, it's not a tip that you would immediately think of, but read the legislation. That's my main tip for today. Um, keeping track of your arguments, both F and NAG, because sometimes it, you get a wild curveball randomly. Um, that's how you keep things interesting. Otherwise, Congress is the exactly what it's stereotyped. Everyone just talking over each other and no one's actually paying attention. Keep it um, interesting. Also, asking questions can help further affirm your side. If like you, they didn't like if they like raised on a topic and you want to further affirm it or like come up later in a speech. So that's always a good idea. Um, questions aren't necessarily scored. By the judges, like if you're asking a question, that's not going to score you, like get you more points, quote unquote, with the judge. But again, it boosts like their mental points. So when they're ranking at the end of the round, that's helping you. Um, but how well you answer a question is also scored. Um, you don't need to go. I have this problem. I go into like these long, like blustery <laughs> answers and they're not always necessary. Um, for example, if like you don't know a question, like if they're like, they ask you like something random, and you go, "I don't know," but infer and you move on and you say, "What I do know and what I touch on my speech is dot dot dot." But you can also just answer. Sometimes you can like I you you can just answer yes or no. Um, if you need to like paraphrase, um, like because the question's like weird, so you'll you can go. What I think you're asking is this, and then you answer. Um, the impact that you have on a judge, like that's like, it's the best opportunity to show how polite you are, but also like that you're critically thinking critical skills, um, and you're engaged in the debate, which will make you so much stronger and more present in a judge's mind, especially when they're doing like, you know, the supers in supers, it's the best of the best, um, Theoretically, of course, I know we all have our own biases, but in supers, they you want to stick out because you know you're up against everybody, and um, <clears throat> and it is easier, it is harder for you to pull ahead, obviously, because you're in finals. So using questions is a great opportunity to, um, again, prove what kind of senator you are, and if you're just um going off the fact that you aren't scored when you're um like asking questions that's kind of a mis that's not necessarily the case use the questions to your advantage to prove what a good representative you are when you're speaking and when you're not speaking and i think that's really going to cover it for this week um we have one last episode next week for you guys that's going to be our um presiding officer episode so i'm super excited so make sure you tune into that um but thank you so much for joining and we'll see you next week well, thanks so much to Counselor Alexis Worthen. Alexis will actually close out her fabulous Congress series with episode five of Capturing the Congress Crown next Tuesday at Camp One Clap. What should you look forward to at camp tomorrow? Well, episode four of Troop Leader Talk with Counselor Marcus Finey and Counselor Bailey Patterson will be live. Troop Leader Talk explores what it means to lead your troop as a coach and prepare students to navigate the world with clarity, courage, and the spirit of a true champion. Don't miss it. Also, Counselor Adrian Graham will drop yet another fantastic episode of Professor Graham and Kevin's ABCs of Debate. Remember, social media challenges are live for every day of camp this August. 
Until tomorrow, campers. Oh, uh, did you hear about the bear who broke his left arm at camp? Uh, don't worry. He's all right now. For Camp One Clap, this is Camp Director Wiley signing out. <laughs>